Welcome to The Lovers, The Dreamers, The, the podcast, podcast, starring Joey Love and Michaela Burridge. Welcome back to The Lovers, The Dreamers, The Podcast. It's good to be back. We're, we're going to be talking today, um, we're going to do something a little bit differently, where we decided that we wanted to do a little deep dive on specific Muppet characters and spend like a whole day just talking about... A whole day? A whole day. Well, I mean, I spent the whole day talking about Kermit, but... Whole I think I've got like an hour in you know? <laughs> <laughs> I talk for a day. A whole episode talking about a specific Muppet. Um, so we'll eventually get to talking about specific ones from uh, like the Muppets canon and from Sesame Street and Bear in the Big Blue House um, and other related content. But today we figure what better place to start than to talk about everyone's favorite Muppet, Kermit the Frog. Um, yeah. Pretty good place to start. I mean, he's he is the brand mascot. He is the one, when I think of Muppets, you know, most people are going to think of, of Kermit right away. Yeah, so. he's he's the face of the Muppets. I mean, we've, we, we talk, we've talked about this in a previous episode where it's like, you know, what, what Bugs Bunny is to Warner Brothers, what Mickey is to Disney, is what Kermit is to uh, the Muppets. So what better place than to just start with him? Mm-hmm. Um, so Kermit uh, starts... Way back in 1955, um, we have Jim Henson, a young, strapping, handsome young man, um, who is doing this public access TV show um, of Sam and Friends, and this is our first introduction to Kermit. Um, Sam and Friends was more like, I I don't know, what would you describe Sam and Friends as it was more like like lip sync yeah like they would, they would lip sync and um, it wasn't it wasn't like the scripted like Muppet show that we would come to know later on right and Kermit was more of a like secondary tertiary character in this because it was it followed Sam who was like this humanoid character and um, friends. And friends. And he was... And Kermit was and friends. Kermit was, yeah, and friends. But he looked very different than how we Yeah, more of like a, like a bluish, didn't have his little spike collar thing. He was kind of just like a, like a glorified sock puppet. Like, yeah, kind of. Like, he just like... And, uh, I mean, Jim Henson's hands were, were really big, um, which, like was perfect for puppeteering mm-hmm. because he could just, like, articulate his fingers yeah. in a way that, like, you know, other, you know, normal-sized hand people... That was a weird way of putting it. It was. Um, I hated that. But anyway. <laughs> like, they, they would have a hard time, you know, if, if Jim had to do... Rolf or, or Dr. Teeth or some other character and somebody else had to puppeteer... Kermit, they had a little bit of a harder time because it was built to his hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, you know, kind of the beauty of Kermit, too. He was very purposely done to accentuate any small movement of his hand. You know, when we think of Kermit, he has so many, you know, kind of iconic faces, whether it's like the big open mouth, like, yay, yeah. or, you know, how he kind of like scrunches up his face a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. that's all because of specific, like, finger movement and hand movement. Yeah. And, you know, the rest of the the puppets that were being used at the time weren't quite like that. Kermit was a very kind of developmental um, step. Kermit has really, like, the evolution of Kermit has sort of propelled the not just the Muppets, but, like, puppeteering a, mm. as a whole. Mm-hmm. Because we, you know, there's there's the things like the Henson Stitch and, like, the sort of Kermit's face, which eventually his design sort of goes in this, like, triangular form where, like, you know, frog eyes are on the side of their head. So they, like, centralize them to be closer to his face and almost closer to, like, a human perspective mm-hmm. where the pupils meet down to the, like, 
tip of his mouth, I guess you could say. Um, and that, like, triangle, like, is where you, like, have this perspective of, like, where he's looking at. Mm. Um, and so that, all those techniques, I mean, that's, that's Jim. I mean, he, he's just taking what he knew of puppeteering at the time and then just kept evolving on it more and more and more. And it's, and I mean, we'll talk about this as our notes progress of, like, what Kermit was able to do, but like in the start of it, he's just a sock puppet. He's just like a little like he's, he's not just even a, a little guy. He's just a little guy. He's not even he's not even a frog yet. No. Because he becomes a frog in December of nineteen sixty five. Um Johnny Carson um and Ed Sullivan and all of these talk shows invite Jim Henson and the rest of the Muppet performers at the time to be on their shows. Um, and Johnny Carson eventually was the one to say Kermit the Frog, Mm -hmm. um, which I guess solidified that he was a frog rather than a lizard or this, like, amorphous thing. Um, this was specifically December 31st of 1965, in case we were just, like... Yeah, in case you, in case you want to go back on YouTube to, like, specifically watch... I mean, that'd be kind of cool. I didn't do that, but we should. We should. Yeah, but I'm sure he, he also had a red sweater on, which is very like it, it, this is like the first time that we see Kermit with clothes. And then this was also when they started making the toys for Kermit in 1966. Um, they made uh, Kermit and Rolf because they were the like first two um, Muppets that like really took off and then we'll we'll get to this with Sesame Street but like when they did the pilot for Sesame Street of explaining what Sesame Street was going to be um it was just Rolf and and Kermit sort of like having this back and forth of like you know what should we call this show like (laughs) we're gonna do this and Kermit's like how about Sesame Street um but the yeah that was that was I gave Joey the hand Kermit gave my dad I don't have a good Kermit impression I I'm just gonna I I just I've, I've never been good at doing my, about doing Kermit. Um, You'll never be as good as my dad, Joey. Well, there's only one way to find out. We have to have your, Michaela's dad. If you'd love to be on the podcast, we will we'll absolutely have you on the episode where we have uh, Sarah Jessica Parker and uh, Michael Eisner and Terry Stackhouse. Uh, <laughs> That's so embarrassing for me. Um, I also listen to this podcast. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> comes on when I'm falling asleep and then I wake up to your voice and it's terrifying. <laughs> Why is Joey in my house? I will I will like just like listen to like the first little bit of it to make sure that like everything sounded good on our end once it goes up but then after that I'll be like in the shower or in my car and I'll just like listen to it and then Jade will just be like you really just like love listening to yourself <laughs> no you just really love listening to me that's true um also I just want to say we made it like six minutes in before we stopped talking about what we were going to talk about so that, good for us that's true yeah we 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 love a good tangent I think that's the appeal of our podcast it is <laughs> um but uh, yeah, Kermit's on Johnny Carson. He gets his name, Kermit the Frog. He's got this red sweater, which he just has in his disappearance and in the toys. And then, you know, I don't. I assume a couple of appearances here and there also still have it. But then he loses it for Sesame Street, um, which 1969, um, we have the creation of Sesame Street and, and Henson is brought in to developed this show from the angle of that they had the um, educators who were like, how do we make this work? They're like, let's do puppets. And then so they bring in Henson, and he's the puppets guy, and he creates, you know, Ernie, Bert, and, and Big Bird, and, you know, all these characters that we know and love. Kermit sort of became this... He's referred to as Sesame Street's favorite guest star, which I think is 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 the most accurate That's a, description. Yeah. That's a very good description. Um, because he, the term Muppet is shared between 
both Sesame Street and Disney um, through this, like, licensing agreement that, like, the Sesame Street characters are Muppets, but they are not the Muppets. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very rectangle and square. Right. Um, But Kermit is, like, the bridge in between them as well as other properties, like Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas Mm -hmm. and Fraggle Rock and, like, all these. Like, Kermit is, like... Kermit is the bridge between worlds. Yeah, he is... Honestly, Kermit is, like... In a weird way, Kermit is like Spider-Man, where, <laughs> where where it's like, you know, there's all these like we can't we can't mess with it. It's a canon event, <laughs> like Whoa. where like Kermit connects like through like everything in the sense that like in the same way that like you know this Spider-Man is connected to like the X-Men and to Captain America and to this and that, but then there's like another universe where that where Spider-Man is connected to a different group. Um, so yeah, it's 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 a weird thing, but this is where we also get with Sesame Street, Kermit now finally has his collar. Um, which is I think that's one of the most iconic things in the Kermit design. Yeah. It it's definitely like besides like his face shape, it's the most recognizable mm-hmm. thing about him is 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 the collar um but initially the collar was 13 points and eventually goes down to uh 11 and there was also at one point in time where they like double layered the collar mm. with like yellow yeah. which no, was weird you. yeah um but i like i like that they gave him a collar because it also like in a weird way makes him look more like a frog, even though frogs don't have collars. Like, I don't know how to explain that. No, I agree. And I, that is very hard to articulate why the collar makes him, but I, I mean, I would recognize him as Kermit without it. But if somebody, like, made a, like an Etsy plush or something of Mm. Kermit and forgot to put the collar, I'd be like, that's a knockoff, you know? Like, that's not... Kermit. Kermit is a very particular shade of green. The collar is a very particular shade of green. Um, you know, there are so many things about that design that makes him so Kermit, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I was thinking about how Kermit has always looked like Kermit. Um, notably, the design has not changed since 1973. Right. Um, you know, very, very little changes to anything really about Kermit since then, you know, very steady character. But I was thinking about, you know, the new Mickey Mouse shorts and kind of the new character design they've gone with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how Mickey, I mean, I would still call that Mickey, but I would still see something older with a different animation style and call it Mickey. I can't imagine like a, you know, all right, guys, we redesigned Kermit. You know, I can't see that. I think the reason, yeah, I think the reason why we can't really do that with the Muppets, and we've talked about this previously, is that the Muppets act like they are, they are, whenever they're in something, it is Kermit playing like a fictionalized version of Kermit. He is playing, you know, uh, Bob Cratchit. He is playing what, you know, whomever. Um, So, like, Kermit just lives in his mansion in, you know, in L.A. supporting the writers and actors strike. Like, that's in my head canon. It's like, he's just like, you know, he's just not available to work right now because he's part of the unions. Um, But... In my head, Kermit is on strike, for sure. Uh, But, um... Funny enough, side tangent, is that because of the way that the Muppets work is that they're not allowed to use them at the strike because some, a lot of people were tweeting about that mm-hmm. and they were like, and they're like, well, that would be considered scabbing. And it's yeah. like, that's unfortunate because like the Muppets would support the strike, but yeah. I digress. Um, but, um, Kermit and all the Muppets act as these like physical entities mm-hmm. that like you, you like, you would recognize the change. And we've talked about this a little bit with, like, Fozzie Bear's design. Yeah. Right? Like, even just, like, by slightly moving the placement of his nose or, mm. like, Miss Piggy's design where she has changed over the years, it's like... Oh, yeah. Miss it, Piggy's it, had plastic surgery. You yeah. And that's, and that's, that's what and I she like... she would be proud to tell us That's that. what I like thinking is, like, is like in my head canon, because the Muppets are, you know, they are actors who work in Hollywood. Yeah. 
that like Miss Piggy has just gotten over the years has just gotten work done. Yeah. And just lives like in this in the same way that like when she's I look at she's a rich lady, of course she has right. In the same way that I look at like the Sesame Street characters, and I'm like, they are just forever three. They are for yeah. you know, Big Bird is forever six and a half or however old he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, I just don't think anything of it. But if they Notably, were to, Joey is also forever six and a half. That's true. We are we are currently recording. We're recording in in my apartment. Yeah, it's very um, lovely. Yeah, and um, as if we look around, I mean, it is just coated in toys. Oh my gosh, there's the Kermit I got you. Can I hold it? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I feel like I need to. <laughs> Jade also has... Which, oh my god, I forgot how cute he is. Holy crap. Jade, I did such a good job. Yeah, you did. Um, I do need to get him his hat. Yeah. I, wanna, I, I want him to wear a, li- a little hat. A little hat. But it also... Good segue okay. for good segue for for what we're talking about with uh, Kermit. But bes- before I get to that, my little tangent. Uh, Jade has a Kermit shirt that she also wears to Aww. bed almost every night, and she has it is my Kermit shirt that she has claimed, and she goes, "I've always had it. What are you talking about? It's my Kermit Aww. shirt." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, where'd you get it?" And be like, "I just have had it. I have, this. I have <laughs> many shirts. Like that. I need more. I need more Kermit." Shirts. I need more Muppets related things, but that's that's beside the point. But the Kermit plush that Michaela bought for me, um, he is in his little like news reporter outfit that he wears for Sesame Street, um, which is like majority of what uh, he like wears. Yeah, I know the little cummerbund so is so cute. cute. <laughs> one like I love this toy. I think it's it's one of the better. Productions Kermit. of Kermit, but and I think we were talking about this with like his facial structure, is that a lot of the Kermit plushes, mm. like they, they try to close his mouth too much. Well, they also have a really hard time of getting the like that facial structure of like the almost the pointed thing, and you can yeah. see that he has like a little bit of a curve mm-hmm. to his head, which Kermit doesn't really have, but this Kermit works. This the one best works out of all the like plushes. It's not. The back of his head isn't so filled out. Yeah. I would say that the majority of, like, the plush of this is in, like, yeah. his nose area. And also the fact that it's, like, a faux It's puppet. also, like, a... Yeah. Yeah. It's also, like, a very nice, like, hard... Like, I love him. I feel bad, like, poking his face. No, you can poke his face. I mean, he's not no, the I real Kermit. No, I don't Kermit. want to hurt his... The real Kermit is sitting in his mansion in Hollywood. He doesn't feel a thing. What if I accidentally bought you a Kermit voodoo doll? <laughs> Kermit's just sitting in his apartment like, ow, ow, ow. My mouth. My, my mouth. <laughs> what that voice yeah. is, it definitely was. <laughs> I, uh, let the record show I gave Michaela, Michaela the Kermit hand that Kermit gave to Am Michaela's I dad. my dad? <laughs> but, Kermit also has a very nice little belly. Yeah, I like no that. No skinny Kermits. I like a Kermit. I, li- with a little I like belly. I like a little that that I Kermit. I like my Kermit like like my <laughs> snuggly. <laughs> snuggly. I think I think Jade would say the same thing. <laughs> I want to be able to poke the inside of his mouth and also give him a good hug. I don't like that the last time you tried to poke Kermit's mouth, it almost looked like you were about to like, choke him. Like, you're just, like, hacking him. I'm rescuing him. a dog that's yeah. choking You're like, get that out of your mouth. <laughs> One of the most scarring things that's ever happened to me, I had this, I feel like this podcast always comes back to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I had this bunny, and his name was Grover, actually. Oh, that's horrible. And horrible. he was like, I swear to God, this rabbit was, like, pink, but he was just a very light orange. And he was choking on something one time, and I have this very vivid memory of my mom, like, sticking her finger down this rabbit's throat to save his life. That's, that's wild. My mom's really cool. Sorry, I had to get water for everybody listening, and just hears, like, the sound of... Guys, Joey's peeing. water. I'm just peeing in my kitchen. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, to get back on track with Kermit, um... Kermit, most of the time on Sesame Street, he was doing his news reporter gig. And then we fast forward, he appears on a television special, uh, Hey Cinderella. And then he's also used as like a background character in like the first iterations of 
what would then be the Muppet Show with uh, the Muppets uh, Valentine's Day show as well as Muppet Sex and Violence, which both sort of acted as like co-pilots for the Muppet Show. Kermit was just sort of a background character in all this, but an important thing to note about this is that this is the first time that we see Kermit on a bike um, mm-hmm. is in the Valentine's Day show. Um, but when it was done, it was done with like, it, it was like rod puppets, right? Yeah. And then we saw this again in um, 1977 for Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Same thing. It was a smaller scale of Kermit on a smaller scale bike. Little bike. Um, which like... God, if that ever went to auction of just the like the little, little Kermit, like I just imagine it's probably about it's that probably about side, big, yeah. yeah, on a, a bike that big, like I would love that. That's what I want. It would cost a bajillion dollars. But yeah, but like it's worth it. It's Kermit. I think everybody in my life would understand why I'm in debt for this. Yeah. Why does Joey live in a cardboard box? Well, <laughs> it's just him and his Kermit. Kermit just fell over onto my arm. He's so sad about this. He doesn't want me to go in debt. Like, I literally just said, why does Joey live in a cardboard box? And the Kermit plush went, boop, and, like, fell onto my arm. I don't want to disturb him. He yeah, he's, so, he's sleepy. He's sleepy. Um, sleepy boy. Yeah, but he was just used as more of, like, a background character. And then we get to the meat and bones of Kermit in 1976 with The Muppet Show. Kermit is now the host of everything. He is the face of... The Muppets. The world. Essentially, yeah. I mean, The Muppet Show took on, like... It's it's kind of wild, and we'll talk about this in in a future episode with, like, when we talk about The Muppet Show specifically, but it's so wild how popular The Muppet Show was throughout the entirety of its run, Mm -hmm. worldwide, and then Henson was just like, there's nothing more for us to do, so we're done. And, like, it's like, it could have easily been a show that ran for like 15 seasons we could still be watching new episodes of the muppet show yeah and and we're not i mean it could definitely have been like a very like saturday night live kind of thing where it kind of ebbs and flows and there are some seasons that are better than others but you're still gonna watch yeah i i wish that there was like more muppet show than what we got because i you know we we got iterations of it with like Muppets Tonight and with Muppets Now where they like try to do the Muppet show in a modern era you know depending on what era that is but um but I'm also kind of glad it stopped when it did because clearly like from you know the examples you just said and like talk show appearances and like other things just doesn't hit the same yeah people's attention span for so many things is just so different yeah, but it's it's also just, like, one of those things where it's, like, Muppets Tonight and Muppets Now changed the format. Less so mm-hmm. Muppets Tonight. But with that said, Muppets Tonight was also, like, introducing us to a lot more newer characters. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, we're not getting the same vibe as we are. So, like, if The Muppet Show had continued the way that it was it might be a whole like I would love to see like if the Muppet Show was in like you know same like SNL you know it got to its like 40th season and you know we have like imagining people like I don't know Justin Timberlake and (laughs) you know who else was like I want Lady Gaga with the Muppets yeah I'm just trying to think of like who else was like really big on like uh, if Steve Martin, oh. you know, had like as many you know appearances mm-hmm. as he did on SNL with the Muppet Show. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I just it's, it's one of those like big what ifs, mm-hmm. which will eventually be another episode of just our like what ifs of the Muppets. But um, but yeah, but then also this with Kermit specifically. This is the version of Kermit that we we just now have. This is the Kermit we know and love. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't really change. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, in 1977, we see him again in Emmett, Emmett Otter's show, Band Christmas. This time just as like a little narration at the beginning and the end, telling the story of Emmett, Otter Jug, uh, Emmett Otter's show, Band Christmas. And we see him riding a bike. Um, but in 1979, we get the Muppet movie. Um can I tell you something really important that we learned about Kermit in the Muppet movie? What? Kermit was born... 
<clears throat> Let me say it louder for the Jeremiah's in the back. Kermit was born in Florida, which we know from the Muppet movie, and we should have known for the Muppets in Walt Disney World. Did Jeremiah <clears throat> try to convince you that he's not from Florida? No, Jeremiah was annoyed that we didn't already know that. Oh. To quote, you host a Muppets podcast and you didn't already know he's from Florida? To be fair, there's a lot of people I don't know where they're from that I love. <laughs> Kermit included. Joey, where am I from? <sighs> I know Maine, but... <laughs> <laughs> Joey sees my name tag every day. Is from, like... Banger or was it Bangor? Oh, God, you said it wrong. What, how, do you, how, do you, how do you pronounce it? Uh, first of all, you're going for Bangor, which is, yes, the closest city to where I'm from. I am from Newburgh, Maine. Newburgh, okay. That sounds like... Joey's you, from Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean, mine's, mine's, pretty, <laughs> mine's pretty easy because it's a giant city. You sounded like you just made up... Like, this is like... It's like in a, a sitcom. That like They're like a generic Newburgh. city. Yeah, they're from... They're from small town. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> My literal one stoplight town, and it's not even like a stacked, like, red, yellow, green stoplight. It's a blinking yellow light. That's kind of wild. Um, how many people live in your town? I don't know. More cows than people. <laughs> No, but like literally, I would bet money that there are more cows than people. Well, only one way to find out when we go back home. I go and kiss every (laughs) cow cow on the forehead. You let every cow kiss you on the forehead? Have I ever shown you? There's a really funny picture of a cow like licking my face. I'll show you later. (laughs) Post it on the Instagram. (laughs) Post on the Instagram. This comes out in like two weeks. I think think you you have it like side by side with like... That photo, and then another one where it's you've edited Fozzie Bear's face onto the cow. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I mean, it has been. We're, we'll eventually review the Muppet movie. The Muppet movie is probably one of the, and it's probably sacrilegious to say on a Muppets podcast, but it's one of the Muppet movies that I have seen probably the least, mm. and I've like revisited like, not as often as the other ones because, like, you know, Christmas rolls around every year and the holidays roll around every year. That's an excuse to watch, you know, movies like The Muppets Christmas Carol um, and and an Otter Show being Christmas. But, like, there's not really a moment in time for me to revisit The Muppet Movie. I have seen The Muppet Movie more times than, like, Muppets Treasure Island or anything. Right. But it scared me so bad like the the frog legs guy he scared me so much and made me so uncomfortable and I just it was very upsetting for me so I I I think think I that was one that I rewatched I was like oh Disney plus and like sat down and watched it again like Mm. a couple years ago but I will need to revisit before you review yeah I need to rewatch it I because all I remember is the frog legs guy I remember Richard Pryor and Mm. and Steve Martin having cameos (laughs) yeah and, and of course, Rainbow Connection. Rainbow Connection, and I remember Giant Animal. Yeah, like that's like pretty much. Oh, and well, the can you picture that sequence? I also mm-hmm. remember, um, like pretty much any song. I feel like the more I talk about it, I'm like, oh yeah, and then this happened, oh, yeah, and, then and this, also this and happened, this, and this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Muppet movie, we get uh, Kermit riding a bike, um, but it's actually a full sized Kermit. With a full-size bike, and the way yeah. that they, they do it, like, with... It's a crane that is holding the bike and Kermit, and Kermit is, like, pedaling, and, you know, he's got his hands on he's the very steering safe. wheel. Yeah, it's very safe. It's just a giant marionette, which is, like, mind-boggling to me. And then they later do the same thing with the, the Great Muppet Caper, but to a bigger scale where they have, like, a bunch of the Muppets connected to each other, and then, like, the Muppet performers are on bikes above, or not above, because the bikes can't float, <laughs> um, in front of the Muppets on bikes, which is just, like, I don't know, Muppets on bikes is just... New band name, called it. Yeah. <laughs> For when we put out our second, our different podcast, it's yeah. called Muppets on Bikes. Um, That's our Patreon. <laughs> um, it's just so cool. But, um, yeah, and then after the Muppet movie, Kermit obviously is just 
nothing really changes about him. We just, he's you know, the same as he is in The Great Muppet Caper in 1981 and Muppets Take Manhattan in, in 84. Um, but The Muppets Take Manhattan introduces us to Muppet Babies. And we get, we get Baby Kermit. And he's very cute. Baby Kermit. I don't know why they didn't make him into a tadpole. Because that would be so freaky. <laughs> because I would hate it. <laughs> this movie that came out, like, in 1984. 13 years before I was born. Yeah. They were like... Kayla would hate this, so we're not gonna. We're not gonna. That's actually why a lot of movie studios make a lot of choices. Mm, Yeah, this was going to be fantastic, but actually, it's not because Michaela would have hated that. (laughs) I just, I just feel like there's a way that they could have made it cute, like. Yeah, but he also wouldn't be. I mean, I feel like the Muppet Babies are all kind of like, it's them but small. Yeah, you know. My favorite Muppet Baby is probably, babe. In well, specifically in. The Muppets Take Manhattan is uh, Baby Gonzo. Mm. I think he's the cutest out of all of them. Yeah. I think Piggy might be my least favorite. Yeah. She's not as cute as the other ones. No. It's like, okay, ranking the Muppet Babies in... <laughs> That's a separate episode. <laughs> Muppets Take Manhattan. Separate episode. <laughs> um, we'll do Muppets Take Manhattan and separately. Which, which one's the cutest which Muppet Baby? Muppets Take Manhattan, side note, should probably become the episode we do before we go do Ooh. our special thing that we haven't announced. Have yet. we announced our special? I don't thing? know if we have. If we, that'd be really embarrassing. If last episode we were just talking about <laughs> it, no, because we did it. We planned the special thing after. Okay, spoiler alert! Special thing coming soon. Just you wait to a podcast near you. Um, but yeah, and then. And then obviously we have the animated version of the Muppet Babies in '84, which goes on to the to the early '90s. But um, is that the first time that we see Kermit animated? Because I I'm afraid to answer because someone will tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> um, actually, <laughs> um, I because if it is, then like this is where I could imagine back to what we were talking about. Um, Kermit being a little bit more malleable mm-hmm. in the same way that, like, Mickey is. Because in the animated medium, you can, like, he can, like, still read as Kermit even though he's not, like, Which is Kermit. interesting because, like, his facial shape, I think, stays very much the same whether he's animated or, like, a physical puppet. It's very interesting to see when he is animated like, I can still imagine, you know, a hand being in there and making the little, like... I, th- I think it's the same way, like, like we were talking about, like, the triangle. As long as that triangle of yeah. his two eyes to his nose is established, yeah, it still works in the same way that, like, Mickey at all points in time his ears is always... always right, is always three circles. So I think that's the same thing with Spongebob, right? Like, Spongebob was, like, regardless of where he's at, he is always in his square. So as like... He is a sponge. Yeah. So it's, like, I think that's, like, makes a character... There's somebody saying... I forget what the, like, saying or or animated tool is where it's, like, if your silhouette is recognizable, Mm. then, like, you have a good character or something to that effect. Because it's, like, I can, like, in my head imagine, you know... Bugs Bunny, Homer Simpson, you know, all uh, Snoopy, yeah. um, Kermit, even though he's not animated, sort of works in that same way. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, after the Muppet Babies, we, well, not after, I should say, during the run of the Muppet Babies is when we start getting Kermit <laughs> as a walk-around character, mm-hmm. um, because we get uh, Muppets on tour in 84, and that's, like, the first time that they use Muppet characters. And at around the same time, they're doing, like, Sesame Street on Ice and, like, all these different things. And then in the 90s, early 90s, we're getting Here Comes the Muppets at MGM Studios, which was mm-hmm. a full show with Muppets. It sure was. God, Kermit as a walk-around character, the more I revisit it, because, like, I'm, I was thinking about, like, when we were talking about that, he's just so creepy. And it just does not work. I... Still loved him. Oh, I don't get me wrong. I love him too. I want to see Kermit, his whole big self, 
I just love him. Now I have to find a picture of walk around Kermit. Yeah. Specifically at the parks, they gave him... Because, like, he has a couple of different iterations. I think the best version of him is when he is in the Muppets on tour. He's got, like, his little, like, top hat, and mm-hmm. his face kind of works. The only thing that doesn't really work is that he's got these, like, long, floppy fingers. Yeah. Which has always been, like, a consistent thing. But, like, in terms of, like, when he's at Disney... He looks a little bit different, a little bit off. And then when he was a meetable character, he had a very thick neck. Yes. Um, yeah. He kind of looks... His head looks elongated, but not in, like, a good way. Piggy is a little bit more jarring to me. Yeah. Um, I think she looks a little bit too much like... She kind of looks like if a human put on... A pig nose, which I don't like. She loses the, like, I don't know, the essence that is Miss Piggy. Mm Mm-hmm. I never saw Walk Around Miss Piggy in person. I did, but I don't know where that photo is. It's of me, my sister, and my dad with Kermit and Miss Piggy, like, by the streets of, where the streets of America were, where where now Galaxy's Edge is, but... um, They paved paradise, and... Put up a Millennium Falcon. Yeah, and all, and for and for what? Oh, the most popular franchise to ever exist. Um, cut me, <laughs> cut me a break. All right, okay. we want more Muppets. Dang it, we do. Um, I'm surprised I can't find more pictures of him. I gotta find that photo. I, I'm sure my mom probably has it. Somewhere. You know what? I don't have a picture of <laughs> your dad with Kermit doing yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we have a picture from that time, but. I wish he had it, like, filmed. I want to... I, Me I need, too. I need to revisit, like, home... I wish I had more home videos that involved the Muppets. <laughs> Me too. Why didn't I know back then what I know now? Yeah. The the movie studios knew about it, but... They did. But we didn't. Um, but then... Now we come to, like, the last thing that Jim Henson worked on, and we love dearly, is Muppet Vision 3D. Um, and... This goes back to like talking about the innovate the interventions that come with Kermit is that I and I did not know this until I was like researching it was that at the end of Muppet Vision 3D when they have the, the um, fire truck fire truck scene yeah it's a robot yeah that Kermit is being you know it, it, uh, Jim is using, like, this, like, sock oven mitt type of thing that's connected, and he's just using that. And I'm like, wow, that's so fascinating. It's very much like how they program the audio animatronics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, have you ever seen, like, the old, like, the Disney videos of the guys all hooked up to all the different Mm -hmm. wires and they're, you know, slowly moving their arms? It's very much like that. Yeah, and I I was like, that's so fascinating Mm. because, like... Even to the very end, Jim, which, granted, Jim did not know that, like, mm. the, the end was the end. Like, he, it was very, it was sort of sudden. Um, but um, he was always just coming up with new inventions and, and, and ways to make, you know, from the puppeteering side of things, making things more accessible or more futuristic or high tech or whatever. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's just so fascinating that how, how his brain worked and like, it's unfortunate that we lost him so soon yeah. because like to only think like what he died when he was what? Late fifties. I, I believe so. So like he would still theoretically would still be, it could still be around today probably would have retired in the same way that, like, Frank Oz and all the, like, other Muppet performers did. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he would probably have made, like, so many other interventions that, like, we just, like, don't know of. Don't have, like, the yeah. sort of mental mental capacity to think about of. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, when he dies... Um, the the torch is now passed on to Steve Whitmire, who is our 
for lack of a better term, it's our Kermit. Mm-hmm. Um, the Kermit that, that Joey and I grew up with. Yeah, that's like the voice, like as, as recognizable as Jim's voice to Kermit is for everyone, um, I, I sort of associate Steve's voice mm-hmm. to Kermit. Um, and then like post- Jim's death, we're getting things like The Muppets Christmas Carol and Muppets Treasure Island. Um, And Kermit's just sort of in the background. Like, it's, you know, we don't... I don't... I think it's sort of access twofold, where it's like... They don't know what to do with the Muppets post-Jim's death. But they all... And they also don't want to have Kermit be the, like, central figure and, like, mm-hmm. sort of, for lack of a better term, disrespect Jim. Right. Um, so we focus on, like, the human characters. We focus on Gonzo and Rizzo and, like, those dynamics. Um, but, yeah, Kermit... And and same with, like, Muppets, Muppets Tonight, we get a little bit more Kermit. Um... But I think as the years go on, it's like it takes a little while before Kermit is like the back, guy. back at the forefront yeah. again. Um, and then in the the next big change that we get to Kermit, which isn't really a big change because it was a straight to DVD movie. Um, in Kermit's Swamp Years in two thousand two, we get like an adolescent slash teenager Kermit. Um, which is very cute. Hmm. Um, we learn about his thousands of siblings. Yeah. That, I'm sure in that movie they also talk about how he's from Florida. Hmm. So probably should have did more research on Kermit being from Florida. Because it probably tells you exactly where he's from. As we know from the Muppets at Walt Disney World, very close to Walt Disney World. Yeah. In walking distance. They, they live in Bay Lake. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then... That's what happened to Discovery Island. I'm <laughs> just thinking about Shades of Green. <laughs> it's not an army thing at all. <laughs> it's the Muppets. Um, and then 2005, we get Muppets, Wizard of Oz. We get Scarecrow Kermit. Um, and I'm very excited for us to revisit that because that is yeah. probably one of the, like, Muppet... Um, like television specials slash movies that I have seen probably literally once. Um, I will be honest, I don't know if I've seen that one at all. Yeah, I've I've seen it on eBay a few times to like buy the DVD. I remember the promotional, like I remember seeing commercials for it and being like, "Oh, we should watch that." And then I just don't think I actually did. I remember doing that with uh, Letters to Santa. I remember mm. when that came out, and I was like, "We have well, we have to watch it and like taping yeah. it and everything." Like, I remember taping things. Yeah, kind of wild. My mom still tapes things, like not not as often as she used to because like we have like all the streaming services, but like, mm. yeah. Remember like DVR and how serious it was That's to what be I'm like, "Well, you can't record your thing because I have to record my thing." I remember how big of a deal it was when DVR went from being able to record four things instead of two things. Yeah. Um, that was big because as someone who was like, because I remember growing up, it was like at eight o'clock on Sundays, I believe it was, was when the Simpsons came on. Mm. I would record my episode of the Simpsons and like, that was my show. Mm -hmm. So like no other than that, whatever else came on at eight o'clock on Sundays, usually around that time, I would assume it was like. Big Brother or one of those like, one of those CBS like Survivor, you know, something like that. Um, so if anybody else wanted to record something, it was like, you got to talk to either my mom or me because like, you got to make a very convincing case as to why we're going to, uh, record that instead of the Simpsons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm excited to watch the Wizard of Oz, uh, Muppets Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Um, and then we... The, the Muppets were supposed to be... We've talked about this where the Muppets have, were supposed to be bought out by Disney. It didn't happen, but they still had this, like, connection to Disney. Eventually, they get bought out. Um, but at, around this time, not really sure what to do with the Muppets. But we do get, in the span of all this, before we get the 2011 Muppet movie and the 2014 Muppets Most Wanted movie, in 2010, they had this 
so Disney has this, has this program called Volunteers with e, E-A-R-S at the end of it. Um, and they were having this promotion where it was like, if you work a certain amount of hours or like with a certain group or whatever, you got a free day at Disney. Mm-hmm. And that whole promotion was hosted by the Muppets. Yes. Um, I don't remember a lot of this. I... I remember very vaguely that they were with Extreme Home Makeover or whatever the show oh, is. They were like, move that bus. Yeah. I very vaguely remember that. Yeah, I I remember a little bit of that, but in terms of like doing volunteer work with the Muppets, don't really remember that. But apparently they had Can you this... imagine like building a house with Kermit? <laughs> he just has tiny little arms for those giant hammers. Like I think he would. Yeah. I, th- I think honestly, I think I'd be annoyed with him. Like yeah. I, I would like I'd be trying to work and like he'd hammer like one board, and I'd be like, "That's it." Wow, he's so cute. Let the record show that uh, <laughs> Michaela is holding my Kermit plush and mimicking mimicking him hammering, and also doing the YMCA. <laughs> like, I don't know what I don't know what <laughs> that was. <laughs> It looked a little bit more like the YMCA, not the. (laughs) (laughs) This Kermit's also wearing a coat. It really impedes his motion. Yeah, Um, but they had this parade in celebration of the volunteers event that had uh, an an iteration of a Kermit puppet, Mm. but it was big. It's probably like. In the same way that like like stoplights are like huge, but forced perspective makes yeah, it like makes so tiny. Yeah. It's the same thing with like Kermit and Piggy, where this like like I'm sure this Kermit was probably about like six feet tall, and this Piggy's probably about seven feet tall. Wow. Um, and it's like built for tough type of situation where it's like in this. Why, why did you make Let that? Let the record show. <laughs> I was not looking at Joey, and then he said "built for tough." <laughs> I just made the like. Ew. <laughs> yeah, you made a really gross face. Why is he? That's what I just like. He's like, why built. did you say that? Well, because like this, so this Kermit puppet, it had to be like it's it's in a parade. Yeah. So it's like got to be built like almost Ford tough. No, it's got to be built like a truck or like are you like so like it's like I don't know. It was just like the phrase that I. I'm not gonna talk anymore. <laughs> I have the original dimensions of the original 1955 Kermit puppet. Oh, how big was he? Uh, he was 22 inches by 9 inches by 9 inches. Made of wool, leather, and plastic. This is all according to the Museum of American History where the original Kermit is on display. Is that in D.C.? or? I believe so. Interesting. Because I also think, was the, was the mouth also cardboard or something. I don't know. I saw something like about an, that. An iteration of it was, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, I want a Kermit puppet so bad. Yes. The National Museum of American History is in D.C. Okay. Eventually we'll get there. We will. Um, and then 2011 Muppets comes out. 2014 Muppets Most Wanted comes out, um, which Steve Whitmire plays Kermit in that movie. And Matt Vogel plays Constantine. Right. Um, and Constantine's design is, like, he's very, like, his mouth is shaped downward. He's got the mole. His, his like, it's very distinct of not being Kermit while simultaneously being he's Kermit. Kermit's evil twin. Yeah. Um, and then Kermit eventually gets played by Matt Vogel in 2017 once... Disney and Whitmire have their somewhat amicable split. Um, and then nothing really has changed for Kermit since then. Been been a part of uh, Muppets now and uh, the Muppets, Muppets, Haunted, Muppets, Muppets Mansion. Haunted Mansion and things of that nature, um, as well as uh, Great Moments in History. Mm. Um, so... But throughout all of that, it's just been a lot of, like, Kermit looking the same, doing the same things, whether that's in the park or on TV or in movies. Um, but, yeah, that's sort of the, the, the shortened history of everyone's favorite frog. Unless your favorite frog is Robin, which, like, Fair. I totally understand why you would pick Robin. Yeah. 
Um, but eventually, we will also do this for other Muppet characters. So if this yeah, is something... If you have one you really want to hear about, let us know. Yeah. It, you can hit us up on our Facebook at the Lovers and Dreamers of the Podcast, as well as our Instagram at Lovers Dreamers Podcast. And we will eventually... We're going to touch on Fozzie Bear, which I'm sure you're very excited for. I'm so for. excited. Um, and as well as everybody's favorite classic Muppet characters and, you know, Sesame Street and all those great Muppet as extended universes. The better MCU. <laughs> the Muppet Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, this is a, this is just a little tangent, but somebody, uh, I don't remember who it was, but it was somebody who worked on Muppets Mayhem said that they should do a Marvel What If episode yes. where it's the Muppets as the Marvel characters. Um, that's so funny. They absolutely 1,000% mm-hmm. do that. Um, who would Kermit be? Would he be Captain America? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't want him to be Captain America. I don't either. He's like, who would you want him to be? Uh, um, I don't know. Who's the most genuinely likable of like the Avengers? I don't... Spider-Man, but also Kermit's not Spider-Man. Yeah, I was thinking the exact same thing where I was like, I kind of want Kermit to be Spider-Man, but like Kermit is not Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man's like a kid. Yeah, Robin is Spider-Man. Yeah. Kermit, even though we earlier in this podcast me saying like, Kermit's a lot like Spider-Man. No, but that's different. (laughs) Right, but um, yeah, he'd probably have to be Captain America because he's not Iron Man. No, Gonzo is Iron Man. Do you think Gonzo's Iron Man? Like, wanting to try all the, like, the stuff. I don't know. I feel like... I guess that was the first thing I thought of, but now I'm I'm taking it back. Because I'm just trying to think of, like... I think Sam Eagle is probably... Oh. Well, Sam Eagle also would be Captain, Captain America, America. But he could also be Iron Man, because capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This is this is good podcast material for another episode. It is. Let us, <laughs> let us think about it. It's also very late at night. Yeah, we'll come back to that. But in the meantime, like we said, let us know what you thought about this episode. Let yeah. us know what you want to hear from us in terms of reviews and other uh, character analysis of different Muppet characters. But until next time, we will see you on the next episode. Yay! And I Joe, will, you never know how to end these I things. I don't. But you know what? I'm going to figure it out now. Okay. Do no, it now. Okay. Joey? I, I didn't press the button, did I? Nope. Okay. The Lovers, the Dreamers, the Podcast has no affiliation with the Muppet Studio LLC or the Walt Disney Company. The views stated by the participants are theirs alone and do not represent the organizations or companies they happen to work for or be a subsidiary of. Thanks for listening, and you'll hear us next week.